0: I'm just saying, I'm not, like, buying into all the COVID conspiracy theories or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But what if, at the end of this, we find out that it was all a hoax perpetuated by big toilet paper? (sighs) I'm just saying. (laughs) It's, I mean... keep your eyes on charmin guys <laughs> that little baby's up to something. Oh, i can tell yeah, you that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> welcome dead and lovely listeners to the newest installment of your favorite horror movie review podcast hey thanks for making us your favorite you're awesome it's dead and lovely here with the host with the most it's me your good buddy uncle ben Eller. and me hollywood steve spratling
1: Ooh, how are you doing this week, Steve?
0: Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> Heaven is a place on earth. And are you I'm living there. the dream this week? I'm living the wow. dream. I'm over Good here just uh, stressing like crazy. Ooh, um, yeah, sounds like fun. Yep, not not seeing anybody ever. And yeah? uh, basically, just uh, my brain is turning to mush. So,
0: great. I'm doing good. Dude, that's sick. It's that's awesome. so good to hear. It
1: is. It's pretty fun.
0: <laughs> How about did you? did you have a good 4th of July? You know,
1: since Emily and I have gotten a dog, I have not enjoyed 4th of July.
0: No. I hate no, it. it's, it's nightmare day yeah. for
1: the dog. Yeah, I hate it. So, um, luckily, it wasn't. Too bad. I uh, I turned on, I have a uh, stand fan. What are those things called? One of, one of those fans <laughs> the old that stand. Stands. fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's call
0: it a stand a fan. A stand
1: fan. So uh, <laughs> I turned the, the fan on high to get that white noise going, and I was watching um, uh, Marvel movies most of the night. So it was nice and loud, and she was under my desk. She has a bed under my desk but she was laying on my foot the whole time like just make sure that you don't go anywhere because yeah, exactly the booms oh
0: exactly. i hate it man i do too it sucks we were you know camping over the weekend a little family camping trip up in the moontons uh-huh and so thankfully we were up in like you know a national park and stuff like that where fireworks are definitely not allowed so on the actual day of fourth of july there were no fireworks but when we came back on the 5th You know, of course, because there's there's so many rednecks around here that just love blowing shit up. That means that we're going to have like a week of fireworks every night. Right. Yeah. So they started their commotion. But thankfully, we were also watching some big old big time Marvel movies to help drown out the noise. Man, I'll tell you what camping. uh, It was hot up there. Real hot (laughs) up there. Steve. I bet. I did some independent research uh-huh. and this is kind of a this is kind of a hot take. I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but you know guys, according to my research, I have found indoors is better than outdoors. I you know what?
1: I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to verify with my own
0: research
1: that okay. in fact, yes, indoors way better than outdoors. Yeah,
0: that's a two for two right there, yeah. huh.
1: So <laughs> like, the first person to come across a cave was probably like, huh, I don't know about this. But then when he got in
0: there, and he was like, well, uh... Huh. oonga bunga, he probably said. Oonga-boonga, indoors better. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Steve, I have grown a newfound hatred <laughs> for a person that I think should live in infamy and in history. Oh, who that is? That's the person that designed the bags that sleeping bags fit into. Because I'm just thinking, <laughs> there was a meeting at some point at Coleman. We're like, okay, we've got the new XR-75 sleeping bag coming out. When you roll it up, it's, you know, roll it up tight. It's about a 20-inch diameter. We're going to make a carrying bag for it. That way you can put it on your shoulder and carry it around to the next campsite or whatever. Oh, it's a great idea. Well, let's see. You said the the bag sleeping bag itself is about 20 inches. I guess the protective bag should be... Let's give it a little wiggle room, maybe like twenty-four inches, and there's a drawstring in the top so you can tighten it up. Mm. And then some evil bastard was like, Uh-uh. No. It's gonna be dead on balls accurate. Yeah. Twenty inches. No margin for yep. error. As as you push it in, you're gonna hear funk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they're like, that seems a little harsh. I mean, you gotta think people out there camping, they're gonna be exhausted, you know, maybe they've been hiking and all that stuff. They're probably dehydrated. <laughs> I don't know. I think we should give him some wiggle room. Nope. And this guy was like, fuck no. 20 even. Ship it.
1: You give those motherfuckers <laughs> an inch, they'll take a foot. Like a foot, dude.
0: <laughs> fuck that guy. Why do they have to make him that way? Well,
1: you know, the thing is, after World War II, we took a lot of those Nazi scientists and brought them here. So. <laughs> that's probably one that's of them. That's probably <laughs> one of them. Yeah, he was working for Coleman. <laughs>
0: So after we got back from camping, dude, we got ourselves a whole big old mess of Indian food and just plopped down on the couch and just drank champagne and watched movies all day in the air conditioning, the glorious, glorious air conditioning. So we had ourselves a good time, man. That
1: Maybe that's why people love camping because they love getting back home and being like, oh, right.
0: Oh, this is better. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I thinking?
0: So you started up your own Marvel journey just like we did a week. Yeah, ago, Yeah, I mean right? you guys
1: were talking about it, so I was like, "Huh?" All the cool kids doing it. The cool kids are doing it. Actually, what I was thinking was, "Oh, I could turn these on while I'm working out." Um. Oh yeah. And so that, that's what I uh, did basically, and I've I've gotten through iron man 2 so far so i i I watched the old captain america really enjoyed that aesthetic i had forgotten how cool that like the the way that they do hydra in that Mm -hmm. movie yeah oh
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i love the look of it too it's very good
1: and then uh i liked captain marvel a lot more watching it as the second film in the like it it makes so much more sense saying it that way Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Iron Man's still great. Iron Man 2 was better than I remembered.
0: We watched Iron Man 2 this week, and I agree. I don't
1: really remember Iron Man 2 that well, honestly. <laughs> but watching it again, I was like, eh, it's better than I remember."
0: I was thinking about that exact same thing, because as we watched through some of the ones that I'm about to tell you about, I was expressing the same deal, where I was like, I didn't really remember this movie. I didn't really remember much about this movie either. Yeah. And I think it's because back then, when those were coming out, we thought that they were just one offs. Yes. We didn't know that they were all weaving together to right. become this mega ultra storyline. Like now when you watch a Marvel movie, you're watching for any hints of how this could tie into another movie yes. that you know is coming out. Absolutely. But back then we just we just watched them as one offs, so we didn't pay as much attention to him, yeah. Um, as we have, yeah, you know, the more recent wave. So, yeah, I, I experienced that exact same thing. I'm glad it's not just me. And Iron Man 2 was totally better than I remember. Yeah, I
1: and I want I want Justin Hammer to come back in the future because I love Sam Rockwell. He's so yeah. oh yeah, he's so like so loosey goosey, uh, like mm-hmm. in all of his roles. Like he he it seems like he's making it up as it as it happens like the way he's really underrated yeah i love sam rockwell he's great
0: yeah so like i said last week we watched iron man 2 which was better than i remember old uh, what's his name as old whiplash there oh yeah this is fucking there you go that guy yeah he's awesome dude he's fucking great
1: he's really great and uh, man that was around the time of the wrestler too and he is just like jack
0: oh yeah he's fucking jacked in that that was a fun one and then The day that we got back, we kind of marathoned three. We had ourselves a triple feature. Uh Uh-huh. We watched The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Which is not good. No. Just not very good, man. (laughs) Again, totally remembered nothing about it. And it's because there's not really that much to remember. That movie feels like a Michael Bay movie. It looks like a Michael Bay movie. Everything's got this, like, gritty kind of nasty grungy tint to it it yeah. doesn't look anything else like the other marvel movies i even wonder if they were planning on tying this in as a big you know continuous storyline when they made that because it doesn't feel anything like the other ones it has no humor there's like no levity to yeah. it at all yeah. um they also major league like fuck up the way that the hulk powers and stuff work in it where yeah is it is it that he changes when he gets angry or when his heart rate goes up because there's right. that one part where he's he's gonna bone uh live aerosmith in there live
1: aerosmith
0: (laughs) and he's like i can't get my heart rate up too much or else i'll I'll turn all green and big yeah it's like okay so you can't even do like cardio or you'll turn into the hulk i thought it was when you got angry i guess
1: they keep that up though because you know hulk basically says he can't have sex to um what's her name scarlett johansson fuck uh black widow black widow right um does he yeah so i i yeah i i don't know because like yeah there's so many things that would get your heart rate up like just being happy gets your heart rate up so like (laughs) that yeah it, it doesn't work if that if if you yeah if you make that the thing that makes the hulk come out You've basically just made it impossible for him to ever be Bruce Banner. Yeah. Your heart rate fluctuates all the time. Like, it's always going to be about the same if you're just sitting and not doing anything. But, like, standing up, your heart rate's going to go up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you have a bad dream, if you have a nightmare, your heart rate's going to go up. So he's just going to turn into the fucking Hulk and smash his bed? (laughs) Rip up his his night clothes and stuff yeah he goes through pajamas like you wouldn't believe
1: <laughs> so yeah no i'm with you on that. that that doesn't make any sense it's curious yeah yeah the
0: so, hulk movie not very good uh we watched thor after mm-hmm. that okay still fun yeah still a fun movie
1: yeah i like that uh Kat dennings in there she's fun
0: oh yeah yeah she's mm-hmm. great you got portman in there mm-hmm. you got um hannibal lecter is in there hannibal lecter is in there that is true uh-huh playing odin really really <laughs> cool movie I mean, it's like, it plays up how goofy it would be to have Norse gods walking around a little yeah. town in New Mexico. It yep. gets very, like, Power Ranger-y at times to me. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. It's fun. I I can see that. It,
1: do, it does feel Power Ranger-y because the the town they're in seems entirely fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are no small towns out in the desert that also have charming little coffee shops.
0: Right. <laughs> it's is not a thing fun movie and that led us of course to the avengers which is still fucking great i think the first avengers is probably still in my top five maybe top three marvel movies it's very it's just the perfect balance of like there's so many fun little set pieces in there you get to see so many of your favorite characters interact and like fight with each other uh tom hiddleston loki absolutely awesome cgi and stuff still holding up yeah a lot of fun still love the avengers i'm with you um, last night was Monday, which means it was Docu Monday here in the old Petler Inn household. Oh yeah, and uh, we watched Disclosure on Netflix, which is the Laverne Cox oh, documentary. Okay. It's not a—I thought it was going to be about Laverne Cox, but yeah. she was just kind of the the centerpiece, or maybe the person that uh, helped put the whole thing together. I guess. Oh okay. And it's just kind of about the entire history of transgender people in entertainment and in pop culture oh, okay. and in world history and That's stuff. That's cool. It's It's a great watch, man. Yeah, It really is very well put together and had some really insightful stuff in there. Uh, One thing in particular that I thought was really interesting is they pointed out that, you know, whenever you think about um, men in drag in movies and you're thinking about Tootsie and you're thinking about movies like that that feature, you know, well-known male actors dressing up like ladies, all that it does is make you aware of the fact that that is a man dressed up like a woman that's a man actor that you know right you know that's that's
1: tom hanks
0: yeah exactly yeah as opposed to why don't they just cast actual trans people in those roles right and validate them as human beings don't put dustin hoffman
1: in a dress
0: yeah yeah or identifies with that and isn't just doing it as a role and maybe that will bring some validation to them as human beings right Yeah. Interesting stuff. Just perspectives I hadn't thought about.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wish there was more representation. I think we're we're getting there, but it's so slow. Like so slow, I, slow man. Con- like constantly having to fight so many steps backwards that progress is. Uh, I is it even happening? I, I mean, I guess it's happening. There's progress, <laughs> yeah. right? But like, it's just so hard to. You know, at this point, i am been around for over 30 years. Uh, it, nothing seems to have gotten much better, even though I know it has.
0: Yeah, sure. It's
1: just the same fucking shit over and over and over. I, yeah, I, I really do hope we get more uh, trans like representation so we can maybe convince the J.K. Rowlings of the world. That uh, trans women are women and trans people are people. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, more representation. We need it.
0: Definitely. Watch Disclosure. It was a really good watch, man. Definitely. When fun you said in, that at first,
1: lightning. I was going to be like, Ben, that is not a documentary. That is a movie. Uh, it's uh, Demi Moore <laughs> and Mike, oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. They, uh, they weren't <laughs> actually. One. Uh, in some sort of inner office relationship.
0: That was that was just a, <laughs> f- a film. <laughs> Dang it! I thought that was like a live action thing. They just turned the cameras on, is all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Steve. After we watched that, we got a preview for something that I am intrigued to watch, and I wasn't aware that this was even a reboot. But I guess Netflix has like restarted unsolved mysteries. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Emily and I watched. Uh, I think three or four episodes. Of yeah?
0: It. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, tell me about it. Is it good? Should I be excited? Um, You know, I was kind of disappointed
1: with the first episode, Aww. but then got more into it. There's a UFO episode that really brought me back because I okay. was like, that was the stuff I remember from Unsolved Mysteries. Like, I know there were actual, oh, yeah. like, true crime mysteries, but the stuff I was always interested in was like, Oh, Bigfoot or <laughs> UFO, you know? Yeah, dude, so, those are the
0: ones I remember too, for sure. When they, what, the cryptozoological ones yeah. and the UFOs.
1: Yeah, when they when they got to that episode, I was like, all right, yeah, this is this is decent. So it's worth a watch, but it's it's, I mean, the tone is different than the original. I don't know why they even called it unsolved mysteries. It's just another keeping the brand name alive. Yeah, it's yeah. just another true crime show that.
0: Do they do the spooky unsolved mysteries music though?
1: not really oh come on i mean on, it has dude. like the opening bit but it's like it, it doesn't yeah it doesn't keep up that robert stack unsolved mysteries tone and also it don't they only cover one mystery an episode so they end hmm. up dragging some shit out where it's just like the, the first one that was the reason it was so upsetting was they mentioned that the guy got a phone call at night or this is the second episode they mentioned that a guy got a phone call and then the entire time Emily and I were like okay so did they who who called him like we're like okay so who (laughs) called him and they're like like they just keep going over how they couldn't there Mm. were no 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 evidence we couldn't find any evidence and it's like all right but who called him it's we're 40 minutes (laughs) into this
0: who called
1: him oh yeah. man dude yeah oh, it was like just they could have done better. that's too bad yeah but uh there there are a couple in there that were definitely worth it there there's a guy in there that is one of the creepiest people i've ever seen on television and he <laughs> thinks he's convincing us he's not
0: guilty and it's scary not working not working not working <laughs> <laughs> did you guys get up to anything for a patriotic stream and chat this week
1: i wasn't very patriotic we watched stage fright uh but
0: okay <laughs> yeah. dude i've never seen it but i know what movie you're talking about
1: yeah it's um well i mean weird is it's definitely weird it it, it was a it started slow but once it got going it was still shit <laughs>
0: it started off bad but after it kicked up still not very good yeah
1: but i it had some good weird moments in it for sure it's it's one that i i think you might enjoy um it but it it really did it kept losing me over and over and over uh but i i it had some really weird moments that were interesting and fun there's a guy the the killer is wearing an owl head that's what I thought. I was gonna yeah. ask you,
0: this is the owl head one, right? Right,
1: yeah. It's, it's it's very strange. It's I mean, worth a watch probably if you're like a eighties completionist. That you just have to mm. see every eighties horror movie. Gotta get a hundred percent. Yeah, but it's I, I I don't recommend it.
0: Right on, man. We'll have to check it out sometime. I love me some silly Euro uh comically strange horror movies from the 80s so it might be right up my alley it's yeah it's definitely
1: (laughs) right up your alley yeah
0: and of course if you guys want to join in on the old stream and chat and hang out with the boys hanging out with the boys
1: you could come hang out with the boys except it's not the boys (laughs) it's the peoples we got all sorts of everybody's yeah um it's on (laughs) discord Uh, i've posted the discord link a, a, a ton of times i'll post it again i post it every friday as a part of the announcement that we're doing the streaming chat, uh, we stream a movie on YouTube and uh, chat about it over on Discord. It's a fun time. That's a good old time right there, and everybody's doing a little
0: drinky linking, aren't they? Yeah,
1: yes, and that, <laughs> that usually does hamper uh, any sort of like real criticism of the movie, because by the time the movie's over, I'm usually pretty buzzed. And don't remember if we watched a classic film, I wouldn't really remember it that well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, speaking of boozing, yeah, I just looked at the clock. It's 3 39 p.m. (gasps) on a Tuesday. I'm feeling like I need a code beer, so why don't we just go ahead and crack us open a, a buddy beer? This is the first time that we've had ourselves a buddy beer on the show. We did a little social distant beer drop so that way you can get. A pull of your own on what I'm uh, sipping on right here. Yeah. Oh, also, too, I think there should be a theme song for this that goes, Buddy beers, bouncing here and there there and everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Buddy beers.
1: (laughs) Man, uh, when Emily and I got Disney+, Plus, we decided to get it one night. We were drinking, and we listened to the opening song for Winnie the Pooh. And yeah. For oh, that's a crusher. The gummy bears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the gummy bears theme song is one that is like definitely burnt into my uh-huh. head forever. Absolutely. As well as David the gnome. Oh, David the gnome. <laughs> David the oh, gnome. Man, that was real, right? It I didn't was just like dream that up as weird. a kid. <laughs> you know what kids will love? Little old German gnomes in a forest as a cartoon. I, I mean, I did watch it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we watched a bunch of weird cartoons as kids because it was just like, well, that's what's on. Yeah, it's not like you have a whole lot of options.
0: They wouldn't make something if it wasn't good,
1: duh, duh. You, it's on television. <laughs> uh, now,
0: Steve, this code beer that we're drinking here looks like a dang old paper towel roll it or a toilet paper. It looks roll like a toilet
1: paper roll is what I would say because it is an ultra just some soft old IPA. Roll.
0: This is from Collective Arts. And Stillwater, it's a collaboration brew. This is one that I got from the old merchants of beer in Knoxville, Tennessee. I got it on my birthday weekends. This is a birthday buddy beer. Got
1: 8% alcohol, so I'm excited for this IPA here. Just crack her open.
0: It is good. It is a double IPA with cashmere, howler, blanc, and mosaic <laughs> yep. hops. I got confident Howl- again after that.
1: Tall <laughs> Blanc. That is right. That is, as you were saying that, I was like, that can't be what it says. And then I looked at the can. Tall Blanc.
0: <laughs> All right. It's also got oats and wheat in it for a creamy mouthfeel. Oh, boy, I love a creamy
1: mouthfeel.
0: <laughs> He's the first person that ever said that? Like, the words came out of their mouth, and they were immediately like, No, no. no I should not wife. have said that.
1: Sorry, everyone. I am super sorry.
0: <laughs> I just introduced something terrible Into the zeitgeist Creamy uh, mouthfeel
1: How could I ever have said that? Man I'm tasting on this right now
0: What's that doing for you?
1: It is so get that in your face Easy to drink It's like Juicy Sweet Delicious A little funky Yeah Just a little
0: funk It's good Oh man It's really good Yeah Very tangerine-y to me I get a lot of mm, tangerine mm-hmm. out of that Yeah
1: Yeah that is like um, You could have several of those I feel like. Oh, yeah. At 8%, I
0: imagine, (laughs) you'll probably feel it. We'll be seeing you at the crossroads, homie. For real. Wow. You won't be lonely. Yeah, it's really, really good, man. I like it a lot. The aftertaste is like, Slightly dry and bitter, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't leave you with that like sugary mouth feel. Yeah, or that's what I was
1: gonna say. Is it's it is sweet, but it's not like yeah, it's not like it sticks around. You get like a little bit yeah. of sweetness, and it's just gone.
0: Now, Steve, the topic of our show today is not Marvel movies. We're not we're not a Marvel cast. We're a we're horror not. cast. Oh shit! I have a lot <laughs> we're of notes trouble. about Marvel movies. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we're a horror show, so that means we're gonna be talking about. Freddy. We're gonna be talking about Michael. We're gonna be talking about Chunky. Old Chunky And of course Jason. Jason. We oui, oui. Jason <laughs> This is gonna be the fifth time we talked about that boy from the lake Jason. It
1: is, and I you know, because somebody had pointed out that the last six uh months spell out Jason with just the first letters, and I thought, well Right. Might as well in honor of of the last six months of the year might as well do a friday the 13th movie even though we're nowhere near a friday the 13th
0: yeah yeah it's all right it worked that okay yeah i mean it's
1: not like this movie really ties in in any way to jason (laughs) Voorhees' story so
0: no honestly this this could have been a spec script yeah they were just like i don't know make him jason whatever it's not even like the movies about tommy
1: jarvis it's just like a story that involves tommy jarvis sort of
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> but you know the most noteworthy thing about this movie is that it has not just one of those super rare death scenes that we get in movies sometimes it features two yeah dumper deaths dumper, two deaths. dumper mm-hmm. deaths two people that are murdered in around or about a turlet a turlet yeah uh, that's a
1: rarity it this is. movie's got two of them it's got two of them. They, they may have gone a little overboard. <laughs> also, trademark Den Lovely. Yeah. Dumper deaths, come no, on. Don't steal dumper deaths, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's ours. Totally <laughs> ours. And, you know, it really got me thinking, man. I was like, there's been a lot of other great dumper deaths mm-hmm. in the history of horror and in cinema. That's true. So, Steve, I say... This is just a wild idea. This is just me talking out my ass right now, okay? Okay. I'm just thinking, before we get into the movie review, how about we just take ourselves a little side detour into that preview palace? Hey, hey guys, come over here. Oh, look, who's that? Look, I got a side. This is
1: a side door. Just go in here. Over here? Yeah. Okay, okay. Come on in. Yeah, okay. Now that we're in here, welcome. Welcome to the preview palace. All right. We're here. We're here. We
0: made it. We made it. (laughs) <laughs> well, Steve, now that we're here in the Preview Palace, I want to give these bustas a breakdown of our top five yeah. dumper deaths. Mm-hmm. We kind of arranged these before we started yeah. recording. <laughs> going <Gonna be laughs> to be some big reveals in here. People
1: dying on toilets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean you gotta seize the day you, you gotta do. seize you the really occasion do. when it presents really itself do. now steve if i wanted to see a pretty spectacular dumper death uh-huh that was maybe one that was let's go a little bit classier than a slasher let's go with like a foreign language flick <laughs> something where i gotta read some subtitles you know yeah maybe something set in the beautiful scenic landscape of the alps yeah i'm thinking we've got some nazi zombies we have got mm. beautiful chicks we got hunky dude
1: that sounds like we You think I'm going to see somebody getting killed? Hmm. You know, a movie like Dead Snow sounds like it might uh, fit your criteria.
0: Boom. Number five Mm -hmm. Dead Snow. One that we have reviewed on our award deserving podcast back in the day.
1: Yeah. It has a dumper death that is a rarity in which a woman dies on the toilet. Yeah. The old female dump death. The female dumper death. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The rare, the exquisite. (laughs) Uh, the exquisite female dumper death yeah that, I think it was also is it isn't it like after there is a a dumper coitus scene yeah
1: yeah is. let's not get busy on the toilet I once got busy <laughs> in the not. Burger King bathroom <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah that that dumper death that's that one's a little extra gross because there was sex on a toilet. But yeah. yeah, yeah that that's uh that's one of the more uh, interesting ones. But I think one of the most entertaining ones, okay, is All number right. hit, four. Hit number
0: four, yeah, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. You got a lawyer trying to mm-hmm. save his own tail. Yeah. he just runs off to the dang old commode. Mm-hmm. He gets deep by damn old lesbian dinosaur. One <laughs> of <laughs> them wild lesbian dinosaurs out here. And if that's get, if that's got you scratching your head, you Go need listen to listen our to a Jurassic, Jurassic Park episode, episode. yeah, because <laughs> it's all about how women and lesbians are taking over the world in the future. That's a fact. That's, that's a what fact. the movie is, is about. It's
1: true. That sounds like something <laughs> Charlie Daniels would have tweeted right before he died.
0: <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> you sent me that list uh, of like his last like three or four tweets or whatever yeah. last night. I read those and I was like, my God, yeah. ain't that America?
1: Well, one of them was about in Benghazi, like. Right right before the man died (laughs) he was like let's final thought let's go over that again guys (laughs) uh yeah yeah jurassic park though it is it's one of those where it's like um you know you you don't you don't mind that it's happening to the character and it also is like just funny to imagine I mean you're watching it, but it's funny, I I imagine myself in the situation thinking like I've gotten away and then like Whoop. Yep. Yeah.
0: Get eaten by a dang old dinosaur. Dang of course this dinosaur. is too after the Eagles had already indoctrinated us with their immortal lyric. Right let's kill all the lawyers, <laughs> killing tonight. Yeah, so
1: everybody's like, Hooray. Lawyers <laughs> dying.
0: It is a satisfying dumper death. It though. is. Like, though, that yeah. guy is just a scumbag yeah. the whole movie though so to see him get at i'm like all right way to go yeah finally this dude
1: <laughs> yeah so that, that one that one's a good one i like uh, i really like um, and this is just honorable mention we need to talk about though vincent vega's toilet death is another one okay
0: yeah that yeah. is
1: satisfying because it's set up so well it's set up extremely well he goes he goes to the toilet so many times in that movie. Like,
0: <laughs> I guess he does, yeah, actually. Yeah,
1: and then he dies in the oh. toilet. It's, yeah, it's, I it's like It's majestic. That. Yeah.
0: It's not horror, not but horror. it was voted most popular dumper death. So most it's got to be on here. For sure. <laughs> now, number three on our list is one that is a, it's just a nightmare of a situation. Imagine you're at a hot and sweaty summer camp. Right. Okay? You're surrounded. By extremely aggressive, Mm -hmm. hyper-angry teenagers and camp counselors. Everybody's mad. Probably because camping isn't very fun in the summer. It's super hot. (laughs) Everybody's mad, of course.
1: Obviously.
0: They only, most of them only have half a shirt anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and the boys aren't wearing no kind of pants at all.
1: Yeah, these these kids, they they barely have clothes. So of course they're upset. Yeah,
0: they're having a bad time. Kids around the camp are just getting offed one by one. It's nearly like a damn semester at hogwarts or something now that i think about it <laughs> <laughs> sleepaway camp is almost a Harry Potter is pretty much pretty much <laughs> but imagine you're you're in there just you know trying to take yourself an, an old number two you're in old camp toilet it's nasty it's hot it's even and steamier in there probably don't smell no good at all oh no can you oh you get locked camp, in toilet no Ooh, somebody throws a bee's nest in the window up there. Oh no, that's no fun either. Mm Mm-mm, you ain't coming home from sleepaway camp number one, cause that right there is a quality dumper demise. Yeah,
1: I, okay, there's one element to that that annoys me in that death, is that he never seems to think like, oh right, I'm in a bathroom stall, I could go under the door
0: okay there is always room to pass under yeah, the door so that is kind that's of that's the one problem with that
1: but it works so well because like being stuck in a tiny little space with a fucking bunch of bees what Ugh. i mean listen i like what bees do uh yeah. when they're out you know uh, covering themselves in pollen uh, great awesome wonderful making honey big fan awesome good stuff like that we support the beat but uh when they're out stinging folks they can fuck right off
0: i'm not much of a fan of that they get a little bit too ornery when they're off the job
1: (laughs) That's true you know the thing is they just love work that much that if you disrupt their work they're like i'd (laughs) rather die
0: (laughs) i'll sting you and fucking die that's how bad i (laughs) Hate not working. I wonder if that's also something that the Hogwarts house elves had like we never found out but they were armed with stingers that would like <laughs> kill them if they used them and they only did that if they were off the job because they just love work so much i
1: love work so much <laughs> yeah yeah that makes sense oh, that's shit. probably what it is
0: yeah that's a that's a great kill that's a good one right there but i don't know if it was something that was so bad that if i would have seen it as a child hmm. it would have traumatized me about yeah, going to the commode. I can tell you ever seen something one, like that for number
1: two number two <laughs> number two appropriately is ghoulies yeah. two and it's a guy about to do a two who gets ghoulied from the mm. toilet bowl. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that no. That scared the shit out of me as a kid. The idea of something, because you're on the toilet. It's like your most delicate time, right? You know, like. It's a vulnerable you're thing. So vulnerable. Your testicles are just out and about, just dangling there. The idea of something coming up out of the toilet. Ugh. It scared the shit Cheer out of me terror. as a kid. It, I mean, watching it now, which I did just before, just to remind myself of it, uh, <laughs> it's goofy. It's ridiculous. And uh, as an adult, wouldn't affect anyone. But as a kid, it was one of those things. It was just like, holy shit. Are you telling me I got to worry about this now?
0: Oh, this now? <laughs> yeah. This is something I have to worry about? Getting <laughs> ghoulied on the turlet? <laughs> oh, No. See, that's the thing is like I just remember seeing the ghoulies poster and like movie box as Mm -hmm. a kid at Video West. Yeah. And it had, you know, the little ghoulie coming out of the toilet toilet on the on the poster. Yeah. That alone terrified me. I never saw the movie or part two as a kid, but like that was enough to freak me out. So I, I would imagine if I saw that in the actual movie itself, I would have just been horrified.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that is exactly how it was for me. Just one of those Oh, fuck! Uh, I'm gonna have to stand up the shit now
0: <laughs> All right, Steve. We have just climbed the mountain, the shit mountain <laughs> of dumper doom dumper doom <laughs> We've arrived at number one, and in my in my mind, when we started making this list, it was like the Highlander dude. there can be only one, yeah, because there is no dumper death that is more disgusting, more gruesome. More just absolutely chilling than what we saw in sleepaway Camp 2. The worst.
1: I like that sleepaway Camp has two entries on the Dumper Death
0: list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it just couldn't get away from no, it, they, man. They
1: couldn't Yeah, Sleepaway Camp 2 doesn't have a whole lot of redeeming qualities. It's goofy, no. it's silly, it's nothing like the original. But
0: pretty transphobic
1: it, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 all around got its issues. But that dumper yeah. death is definitely numero uno for sure. Dude,
0: it's in an outhouse too. Yeah. So it's so much worse than just being a toilet. Ugh. Like it's an open shit box. That that chick is like stuffed down in with a stick Ugh. and she comes up out of it and I think she's got like leeches on her or something too. Yeah. Like there's leeches living in the uh, shit, I guess.
1: Why would leeches Ugh. live in shit?
0: Ugh. The worst. It is so gross. And you can you can hear in there like, swirling around in the in the muck and <laughs> just trying to Ugh. claw our way around it goes on a long time yes, it too does. a it lot of these really ones we talked about have been pretty pretty brief you know but that one goes on a while and it is hard cool yeah yeah i Ugh. um
1: yeah it's it's it is the most disgusting dumper death for sure and oh yeah uh th- one of the few that actually utilizes the toilet that's true yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna be killing somebody in a toilet like let's use it like either you be in the toilet or beat them to death with a toilet lid or something like that
0: mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> that's right yeah it's uh it's a rough one that's one yeah. of those ones that i i don't know who could watch that and not be just disgusted at what yeah. they're seeing on oh, screen gosh. so that that earned i don't know why it's like i can smell it the more we talk about it and i'm like oh no Uh, go away uh. (laughs) well if we missed your favorite dump or death be sure to let us know over (laughs) on the facebook page
1: yeah yeah, go over to facebook.com forward slash dead and lovely and tell us your favorite time someone died on the toilet
0: (laughs) (laughs) dibs on elvis yeah (laughs) All right, Steve, now we've gotten through that. Let's get to the heart of the show. Let's talk about Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning from 19, 1985. Now that I yeah, think about it, right?
1: It's from Maybe 1985. It's, um, boy, it is a motion picture for sure.
0: It is a movie. Of all the movies I have seen, this is without mm-hmm. a doubt one of them. Uh-huh. It is... Yep classified as a horror slasher movie for sure it's that and it features characters and likenesses from the friday the 13th franchise sure sure all of those things are true i'm not i'm not fully
1: sure that it is a story of any kind it's
0: definitely it's definitely pictures in motion we know that it really feels so similar to um what is that what is that YouTube channel where the guy does like the kill list videos? It's like kill count or whatever. Right. Uh huh. It just kind of feels like you watched the kill count episode for Friday the 13th yeah. Part Five. Yep. Like it's damn near the whole movie.
1: It is. It really is just like a montage of like, um, here is somebody i guess that lives nearby or something and now they die here's yeah. somebody who <laughs> i you know we saw earlier uh, driving a van now he's dying and his girlfriend too
0: you know what would have made it so much better is if there was a lot of other death scenes in here of just people dying of like natural causes right <laughs> it's like, like just somebody who's like an old man like, oh. <laughs> A yeah. heart attack. <laughs> my my heart yeah <laughs> you're like oh and he died or maybe like there's somebody this driving and like uh-huh. you know they spill their soda in the passenger oh, no. seat and they careen off the road in <sighs> the car and they died yeah it's kind of unrelated <laughs> that would have made the movie i think more fun yeah. at least as, yeah. it definitely wouldn't have affected the story so no, why it wouldn't not, have changed
1: right? anything at all yeah because the story of this is either you could see it as a an ambulance driver um has a a son who he doesn't take care of but he has a recent picture of uh who then he does have a recent picture yeah of him. <laughs> who then gets murdered uh and now he gets revenge. That, that would but be the closest really to a story,
0: sure. He kills a bunch of people right. that weren't responsible. He so just is kills it revenge?
1: Everybody, yeah. So it's not even revenge. So a, a guy who has a reason to get revenge goes on an unrelated killing spree. <laughs> and also a character from a former movie is in it, but he don't think too much about him because he's not really re- involved.
0: Yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. He's not really in the movie all that no. much, so... It doesn't really matter. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty good summary, but I don't know if you summed it up better than the description that I found for this movie on Amazon Prime. Okay. Let me read this little synopsis to you because this excited. sums it up so well. All right, here it is. Teens flee and use a chainsaw against someone wearing Slasher Jason's hockey mask. <laughs> wow that to me is the damnedest thing because it is simultaneously so ill-informed and not what the movie is about at all no but also manages to spoil the whole movie right
1: (laughs) how yeah what uh, how how could you have described that in any more of an obtuse way <laughs> and still somehow reveal the one thing the movie is trying to pretend we are worried about okay i think i know
0: how i think i know how okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be somebody's job to write up these little you know two yeah, lines oh, is, these, for uh, these sure. movies so uh-huh. they're like well you know johnson you got to sit down and watch all these movies today and write a little descriptions of them so he'd probably watch like five or six movies in the day by that point he dozed off <laughs> Right at the start of this movie, yeah. and he woke up in the last five minutes. He's like, "Oh, that's it. Oh shit, I gotta turn these in in five minutes. Uh, there's teens. There's a chainsaw. That's Jason. No, that's not Jason. It's someone wearing his mask. <laughs> teens flee and use a chainsaw <laughs> against someone wearing Jason's mask. <laughs> that's the only way you could have ended up with that yeah. as the description for this fucking movie. Yeah, that's insane. Wow.
1: <laughs> Fell asleep on the job. Fell asleep on the job. Fast forwarded it real quick. It was like, yeah, uh,
0: I got it. that seems to be the gist of it so man whatever man yeah this movie you know it's coming after part four which is my personal favorite of the entire franchise it's absolutely great it's so good dude and the ending of it you know of course that was supposed to be the end of the of the friday 13th right yeah just putting
1: it putting it to bed like jason he slides his head down on a machete there's no way he's
0: ever coming back from this but then you get the creepy Corey Feldman like, oh shit, maybe right. he's lost his little twelve year old mind. Like mm-hmm. if they wanted to make a sequel, they could, you know, pick up the baton right here. Yeah, they could have it would have been fine ending the whole thing there, but if they wanted to keep it going, it would have been so easy. Yeah.
1: If they if they could have gotten Corey Feldman back to do the full movie, I think yeah. they could have made a really good sequel. But he was off doing Goonies working for Spielberg. I understand why. He didn't come back. I don't understand why they didn't just wait for him to be done making that movie and then make a better part five.
0: Yeah. Because then they would have had to gone several months without making money. Because that's the thing. That is what these these movies movies, are. (laughs) Dude, they fired them off. Mm -hmm. Like they were were basically making Jason movies for nine years endlessly. Yeah. Like it was like every year you got a new one of these. So they just had to keep cranking them out. But dude, I'm I'm with you. Like if they could have done some kind of other jason story that took place in the past or some yeah. shit like that you know and then the next year pick up where four left off with little Corey feldman that would have been would work.
1: A, a much better way to do all this but of course no they they just wanted they needed that cocaine money needed that cocaine money <laughs> it's 1985 baby cocaine
0: yeah, it's gotta come from somewhere and yeah. it comes from dollar papers. So mm-hmm. Let's make another fucking movie. It
1: comes from dollar papers, you use dollar papers to snort it. Nineteen eighty five, baby.
0: <laughs> now they got just a total, you know, crack team of film experts working on this thing too. <laughs> yeah, they did. They obviously cared so much about it. Yeah. Dude, that's one of the things about these franchises like this and Halloween and like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff that always cracks me up is If you watch through the documentaries, like, there's the Crystal Lake Memories thing that's, like, Mm -hmm. six and a half hours long that's so good. It's great, yeah. Or uh, Never Sleep Again, which we've referenced many times on the show. Mm -hmm. Made by the same people. About the history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, about the history of Elm Street. So good. You know, they're always like, yeah, we made this movie for 10 bucks, and we ended up with, like, $30 million in our pocket. (laughs) And then when it's like, and now it's time to make the sequel... Well, we didn't have a budget at all. It's we like, had eleven dollars this that time. Where did money go? <laughs> yeah, like all these movies were so cheap to make, and they had tons of fucking money. Yeah. But then they're just like, "Yeah, we we hired whoever would do it for fifty bucks." So yep. here we go. Yeah, I I mean it's
1: it's a uh, it's a good gig if you can get in it. <laughs> Producing <laughs> so, Horror man. films in the eighties
0: and doing tons of blow, and doing tons
1: of blow. Yeah, I yeah I I don't know yeah why they couldn't just. Uh, hit the brakes or as you said do do something from the past like show us how yeah. jason survived or whatever i mean not that that not that that's a movie i need to see i don't really need it but it would have been better than a movie that doesn't even involve jason voorhees and really just has no story no the film it just
0: kind of shits on the fact that the, the previous film was the pinnacle of the series yeah
1: it does kind of exactly it takes it takes uh, the idea that the fourth one ends on that maybe now tommy jarvis could become the killer and it's like ha 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 ha, ha. Nah. imagine if we did that no way <laughs> we're not doing you know, it. it's a
0: way cooler storyline a random ambulance driver is right. mad and kills a bunch of people
1: yeah what he, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense yeah and he and he for some reason he always carries that news clipping of stuff about the murders or crystal lake <laughs>
0: Not incriminating yeah. at all. Also, is that like mugshot of Jason? Who the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that photo. <laughs> well, how did they get that? Yeah. How did they get that? Maybe, yeah. You think Who Jason
1: got it? arrested for like public intoxication or something? <laughs> he was outraging
0: dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so
1: drunk he he didn't remember. He just kills people. So he was like, all right. He like got in the back of the car <laughs> that took
0: him in. I probably deserve this. <laughs> It's amazing, too, that it apparently took, like, I guess, three different people to write this movie, and this is the best thing they came up with? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think yeah, I think
1: the screenplay has three names on it, probably because no one of them wanted to take absolute responsibility. Like, the three of them were probably yeah. just like, I-, I think you two did more. They should have their names on it. It was finally just like, all three of your names are fucking going on it. That's it. <laughs>
0: just disperse the blame among three people it's worse (laughs) than it being one person's
1: fault for sure i mean this movie definitely has its bright points for sure the uh it does the people that are uh living out in the the other house that's stuck in the dust bowl era
0: (laughs) Ethel, (laughs) the the
1: time vortex
0: people you mean and ethel and not randy quaid yeah not randy
1: (laughs) quaid ethel is (laughs) is worth uh the movie i think it like she's she's funny enough that the movie uh is is still watchable i mean there's other elements that are good about it too but ethel really adds i think some levity to it but she's gone
0: pretty quickly and then i'm just you know i'm just gonna call it the popular couple's costume of 2020 is going to be Sexy
1: Ethel and Junior. Sexy 13th, beginning.
0: Ethel and Junior. Oh, Yeah, Junior's going to have a, a stew bowl as oh, his like, that costume
1: accessory. He's so annoying. That character is so annoying. <laughs> oh my God. he The worst. Uh,
0: he just repeats everything that Ethel says and laughs about it. You know who they look like? It, it struck me while I was watching it the other night. Do you remember on like old school, like old ass Nickelodeon? They had that show called "You Can't Do That on Television." Yes, yeah. You remember there's like the greasy mm-hmm. bum, like yep. always drunk dad in there. Yeah, that yes. They look like characters from that disgusting show. That might even be
1: what they were going for because this 1985, can't, you can't do that on television it was it, it was on and popular. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, dude! And of course, like I, I just really think that there must be some sort of like time vortex around the Crystal Lake area because not only are these two people living in like primitive dust bowl wilderness conditions, they also have like an old grifter that comes by the house looking for work.
1: Yeah. Like a 1930s hobo shows up and he's like, madam I'd gladly do work here on your farm for money or a meal. Like, it's just like, that's not a thing that was normal in the eighties. That is the thing that was normal in the thirties, in the forties. Here is the thing, though.
0: Okay, this movie came out in nineteen eighty five, but it's set in nineteen eighty nine. Right.
1: So maybe Maybe in the future, this is their vision of the future. (laughs) In the future, they're hobos again. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) we're going back, y'all. Yeah,
1: Uh, yeah, that's a possibility. (laughs) I I think because like the fact that Violet is you know like to choose to pick a very specific fashion trend from a time and then set the film in the future, four years in huh, the future, yeah. is a weird decision. So that that would mean that goth Violet is dressing the way people would have dressed four years earlier.
0: I mean, they just knew, like, it's here to stay. 80s yeah. goth is here to fucking stay. This ain't going yeah. anywhere. It, it's
1: real weird. I, I, I don't know why... If, why if four is such an arbitrary number of years to choose as well when you're saying now that this 30 something year old looking actor <laughs> is 16 or 17 because it's tommy little, was 12 yeah. in the previous movie
0: yeah and he shows up to this camp and he's like as old as the counselors it's not a camp it's like a rehab kind of place. like a halfway
1: house or something yeah it's
0: man yeah it, yeah he's old
1: like, all of the decisions are just, like, fuck it decisions. They really are just, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it's it's not surprising that you get a lot of fuck it decisions when your director is a porn director. <laughs> he knows a lot about fucking... Yeah, he knows a lot about fucking decisions and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and boobs. And boobs. Yeah. Yeah he this is the last movie he has listed on his imdb he didn't die swan i mean he song, has dude. since died but he didn't die it's, it's like he had no interest in directing and they're like this guy who has no interest in directing and and only really directed porn uh do you want to make a movie like these movies make lots of money you want to come and be the director of one
0: yeah. I I just like And here's the thing, dude. It's like I know that you can go and say, "Well, they didn't know that they were creating a legendary film franchise." This is the and a fifth legendary villain one. stuff. It's the 5th one. Yeah. And at this point, I and mean, considering that the first uh 13th came out in what, 79 or 80? When did it come out? 80. I mean, by this point,
1: I, I believe it was 80 or 81. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like how many imitators had this series spawned? They already knew they had an influential, important property right. on their hands. And they're like, I don't know, just fucking give it to anybody that'll make one. Yeah, I think I think just never having stopped making them,
1: they didn't get the chance to get some perspective. Like, oh right. Like maybe we should put some effort into these (laughs) films, because people keep showing up for them. Like if we put a little effort in, we might make even more money.
0: And even though this movie, like, isn't very good and isn't really one of those ones that, like, fans of the series really get into, it made a fuck ton of money.
1: It did. It did. It made, uh, it was, uh, the highest grossing one until, um, uh, Jason X, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Jason X made it. Yeah,
1: it made, like, 80 million or something. But, yeah, th- this was the highest grossing. See, this is the thing, though. I think I mentioned this on, when we did three, Is that three was the highest grossing before that and this is what keeps happening is that people are hearing about these movies and then when they do all go out to see one they're like oh this one fucking sucks and then the next one doesn't make as much money and then the next one happens to be really good so the third one tons of people came out to see it it sucks and they're like I'm not gonna go see the fourth one the fourth one's good so then people are like, well, okay, I guess I'll go see the fifth one. They go see it, it sucks, so nobody goes to see the sixth one, but the sixth one's also I, Yeah, I, It's it's frustrating that they didn't treat their franchise with any sort of respect.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt, yeah, because it just does seem like this is absolutely just a cash grab. They didn't really care anything about continuing the tommy storyline that they set up in four yeah or continuing like tom savini's incredible special effects right little scenes that he set up yeah or like developing the character of jason more like the thing about this movie that kind of gets me is it does nothing nothing for the lore for the myth of jason zero
1: yeah it doesn't add anything it doesn't uh, yeah it doesn't give us any new knowledge. Yeah, there's no there's no reason for it except to make money. Yeah. It does ha- the special effects that it does have, I think are done well.
0: There's a couple good ones in yeah. there. There are a few good ones. They're they're not like nearly as memorable as some of the stuff that we saw in part Four? Some of the deaths no. in that dude. Oh man, yeah. like the corkscrew kill mm-hmm. and Crispin Glover getting that hatchet through his head and stuff. Yeah, or it's like a machete. I mean, God, it's so good, man. There's some great kills in four. Yeah, four's got this great one. Kills. It's got a fuck ton of kills, and it's like, what's the body count? Like twenty two or well, something. I like think twenty
1: two die in this, and it, we like some of them die from us seeing a hatchet in the air. Some of the, like the ambulance driver, d- do we even see him die or we just see that he is dead? Like,
0: so many. I think be- it's an off screen kill. Yeah, yeah, so
1: many of them are off screen or we don't see anything. And that, that is not the fault of the production. That stuff all kind of got cut to get an R rating.
0: Yeah, it was highly edited. Apparently, the, the original cut was way, way gorier and had way more sex and stuff in it. Yeah,
1: and I, I just wonder, like, because previous installments have been very gory and full of sex and stuff like why was this one different why i don't know like i I mean this shows far less than four
0: yeah yeah absolutely so
1: i just yeah i don't know like if they had pissed off the mpaa or something or if they didn't do what they normally did like paying them i assume (laughs) i i mean (laughs) nbaa is a corrupt organization and they suck so uh i can see that maybe they were because 85 just doesn't seem like to me it would be any different than 84 the year before 83 like why why would in 85 now people are up in arms about it it just
0: seems like yeah suddenly stuff is much tighter regulation yeah why would that happen yeah it just
1: seems seems like i think that the 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 production probably was one of those where like at the end they were like I don't want to try to convince the MPAA of all these things. We'll just cut it, people come see the movie, and we'll still get our money.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah, there's some of those movies that you hear about, um, some of them we talked about on the show and stuff too, where it's like they sent like 17 cuts of the movie just with like milliseconds of film spliced out Yeah. just so they could get that R rating right. or you know oh they convinced them it's really more of a gory comedy than anything yeah just to get and the so slide. Yeah.
1: yeah but in this case it's like they didn't try anything they were just like okay you want to cut all that stuff that's fine we don't care
0: well here's the thing that i wonder about though is i wonder if it was one of those things where it's like you know they have like weird quotas for stuff in the mpaa where they're like well you can show this much boob time right. and this much violence time <laughs> Jesus. so it's like now considering how much like female nudity there is in this movie they're like well you've either got to cut all the boob stuff out
2: or Or the the kill
0: yeah yeah because the thing is is like you can edit kills down to make them less gory. sure but if an actress filmed all those scenes without a shirt on it's kind of hard to edit around that right they're just like well we got to work with what we what we got on film here yeah so we can cut
1: the budget cut the gore yeah
0: which is such a fucking dumb move
1: it is it is for i mean especially for this series because that's what people are coming to see is the kills
0: yeah totally what's some of the kills in this that stood out to you as being good
1: um i i like the the garden shears through the eyes thing that oh yeah um, uh-huh. that was um what was her name debbie c Voorhees. The, brunette chick, yeah, the brunette yeah the brunette who i absolutely rented this movie as a kid a lot because of that scene <laughs> uh i can imagine why uh, yeah uh, and apparently it was way longer in the original guy <laughs> yeah
0: like, in this movie longer. it's like it's like sex scene for three seconds yeah. and they're done yeah.
1: but yeah that kill I I really enjoy I think that's like um uh, an interesting uh like it looks like to me at least with the the way they did it it looks like he stabbed in the eyes and then like cut through the bone it in looks between that way yeah uh yeah. but we don't see all that that's the problem well, here, here's with here's the thing yeah.
0: about that scene to me that's weird too is you have that death with shears uh-huh. and then the next thing that happens is her like boyfriend gets killed with that belt around his head yeah which are both just direct copies of kills that happened in the burning right that came out like a year or yeah. Two before yeah even this, the, the way they shot way better movie
1: even the way they shot the shears was almost like yep. trying to imitate that scene yeah
0: yeah, dude. Which, P.S., I started rewatching The Burning the other night. I didn't watch the whole movie, but I put it on while I was working on some guitar stuff. And uh, I don't know if it's just the cut that they have on... I think I put it on Shutter the other night. Uh-huh. Dude, I see a clip of, like, when that prostitute gets oh, killed right. at the first of the movie. It's so violent. It is way more gruesome than I remember. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is a different cut or if I just didn't remember it right. But, I think we just didn't remember it moly moly. right.
1: Because, like it yeah it seemed extra violent but I, I think that is what it's always been it's just like you, i don't know man it, that, it's a very effective movie in certain moments uh yeah the way that uh, tom savini uh did the the fingers coming off in like, the raft oh, scene gosh. the raft master dude so, incredible yeah
0: and and that's the thing too that that shows you uh that that you know, Friday part five here is just not really that successful of flick is yeah. that the burning came out before it with no budget, right? I mean, no budget. Uh, a bunch of like at that time, unknown actors and actresses totally unconnected to any other film franchise or anything like that. I mean, it's kind of based on the Cropsey legend, but I mean, right. that's not well-known kind no, of shit. Not like outside Jason of New Jersey.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. And that movie is incredible. It's mm-hmm. got some, uh, definitely some parts that haven't aged well no. and some creepy parts well, in it
1: but that's true of most 80s films unfortunately of most yeah, yeah yeah
0: that's true too but that movie absolutely crushes and i think having watched you know the burning so close to watching this made me realize just like how much this movie missed the mark you know
1: yeah yeah i i agree i think that this film definitely uh, i mean it, it, it's almost like you didn't even have to try that hard, and somehow they tried less hard than that. Like, right? <laughs> you're on the fifth installment of your franchise, people are gonna come see it. You know, from the ticket sales leading up to this, they're coming no matter what. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I just don't know how hard you have to not try <laughs> to get For this real, out of it, but uh, again. If I'm sitting down and watching these films back to back, this is not like I'm going to stop watching these movies at this point. Like, the fifth one isn't like, say, Jason Takes Manhattan, where I'm like, all right, I can't even get through it. Like, I can get Mm. through this movie, but like just the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is just a series of kills.
0: And not not very well shown kills either, so... Mm no that's that's apparently too something that was sort of um written into the script is that they had sort of a formula that they were supposed to follow where every it's like six to eight minutes there needs to be a scare or a, a new character getting killed or yeah. something like that it's just this super predictable rhythm that the movie gets into to where the the kills don't even become shocking or exciting or scary at all anymore you're just like Oh, here comes the third new character in the past 20 minutes. Right. They're definitely going to get killed, and now they're dead. Here, here comes another new person, and they're dead. I, like, I mean, none of it mattered.
1: The only kill that is effective at all is the first kill, and that's not even done by someone pretending to be Jason.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about that first yeah. kill real quick. Okay, so we've got ourselves, like you said, this, this halfway home that seems to have... Pretty loose regulations as to who can yeah. come and be there. Yeah, normally uh, a place like that
1: would be non-violent offenders. Uh, people, you know, you're trying to reintegrate them back into society, but also you need to keep an eye on them. Not the type of people who would say murder someone with an axe or get in. I think three different fist fights throughout yeah. the film tommy yeah. jarvis
0: like these pretty aggro play yeah
1: they, these are people that need to be watched and guarded and 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 kept away from others because they're violent the other people are not all the other people no. just seem like normal teenagers who probably had some some you know stuff happen in their background like these two guys are scary
0: <laughs> also a really great idea the guy that is clearly violent and has a massive anger problem right. put him on wood chopping axe duty well it'll nothing help, bad could happen that will help get his aggression out you see well see the thing is though, was the way he was chopping that wood was clearly just to yeah. get aggression out Yeah, that's not how you fucking no. chop a log no you're chopping it sideways
1: yeah i don't know yeah he really <laughs> was just like i'm fucking mad
0: and oh you know what it was he was a CrossFitter. That was just a CrossFit workout.
1: <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, that's it.
1: He's, he was just CrossFit workout, and then this dude just keeps interrupting him. So, you know, of course he murders him. Oh, and him. you know
0: what he was doing? He wasn't just interrupting him. He was trying to interrupt his fitness CrossFit journey and offer him sugar and junk food. And he's like, fuck no, I live for CrossFit. <laughs>
1: I fucking CrossFit
0: <laughs> <laughs> CrossFit's a cult, by the way. It's yeah, a cult. It definitely Get is. Get out. Yeah. Leave.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm telling you, man, that the like yeah, the way that this is all set up makes no sense. Like I I no. I don't understand this is this is not questioning the setup of the halfway house, but questioning the, the writing. I don't understand why you need the grandpa character and the doctor character. Just make the doctor the grandpa.
0: It seems like you could condense that as too. Yeah. That grandpa, definitely the coolest character in the whole movie. For I sure. wanna chill with that guy yep. and enjoy like a Werthers yep. and a sarsaparilla with that old fool. Oh food. man.
1: Yeah. He's he's uh he's just good old grandpa energy. Yep,
0: that's right. He also ends up with his eyes cut out. What is with all the ocular trauma in this? Because like, I think yeah. three different people end up with their eyes gouged out. Yeah, it's. I mean,
1: it Why? is a weird choice to constantly be going for the eyes. But I mean, Freud would have something to say about it for sure.
0: Uh, about <laughs> Freud's the- got something to say. You fucked your mother today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he would he would definitely he would definitely love that song i'm sure yeah No. I fuck yeah like it, it it seems like it seems like maybe it was just uh easy kills like if we just do stuff with the face like we don't have to have guts and stuff coming out so like yeah but yeah I wonder like, if they I, were
0: just like this is an easy appliance to do right yeah because like the special effects teams that did this i think went on to do exactly nothing else after this i don't think they ever Mm. went on to really do much else of note it's not like it was you know savini studio or ilm or something like that yeah which ps listeners if you're hearing a strange vibrating noise behind my voice at times there's construction work going on downstairs so you might hear some killer drilling going on in the background maybe it won't pick up but if it does that's
1: what it be yeah it's not a remix to the background music it is just a drill
0: (laughs) What the listeners don't know is that typically I record every episode while sitting on a Sibian. Oh. There it is. <laughs> That's how I record every single episode that of the show on my Sibian. Now.
1: That that explains why you keep uh, screaming, uh, "Oh God, Oh God, I'm coming!" Every episode.
0: You're like, I get it. He's here. All he's right, on the phone uh, with yeah, me.
1: I mean, yeah. we've been talking for an hour now. Uh, yeah, he's here. He's coming. <laughs> but yeah I, oh, I i mean this uh, this okay so we there is a secondary story going on with that implies the, there's
0: a primary story steve that's true
1: <laughs> there's a secondary story going on with the mayor and the sheriff where it's like yeah but it's only a scene but it's like the only thing close to another story we've got um it it, the mayor is i guess uh from a big city because i've never seen a small town mayor that acts or talks like this guy or wears a suit
0: yeah he's definitely a carpetbagger yeah he's he's
1: come in from nyc like i'll take over this podunk town uh but yeah, he's he's yelling at the the sheriff, and the sheriff makes no effort. It seems to figure out what's going on. Really, he it's just that one scene, and then yeah, there's
0: not really anything to it, huh?
1: Yeah, like but they set it up like we're gonna see something there, like maybe the sheriff That's is gonna true. be like pressured into trying to figure this out. But no, it's it's just a scene.
0: That just happens. I hadn't thought about that. That never comes back or bears any relevance no. whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And it's That's uh, stupid as fuck. Yeah. There's no reason for it to be in a goddamn horror movie at all. Like, no. It, it's almost like, it's almost like, The the director watched Jaws the night before, and he was like, "You know, if you have like a mayor character, it helps.
0: It makes your movie more legit if you do that." So Spielberg did it. So (laughs) here comes my Oscar, baby. Yeah, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's the thing. In this movie, is like not only is there really not much story or any continuation of the Jason myth, like I was saying earlier there's also just not much jason in it no
1: no the guy who we're supposed to think is jason is on screen i don't know maybe five minutes of the movie entirely
0: yeah 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 basically nothing and i mean when he's there i think his like stature and stuff is cool but that's one of those things where it's like does the guy look cool or does just the image of a guy in a hockey mask and coveralls just automatically that's cool. true
1: because yeah it is like most of the times we see him he's just standing there he's not yeah doing anything particularly just standing there i guess being menacing because he's dressed like jason
0: yeah but i mean even in four the guy that was like the you know like drill sergeant dude that played uh-huh. jason in that he had a real authoritative menacing he did stride he to did. him he had yeah. a purposeful kind of uh aura about him yeah this guy is just kind of like well Here's a person. I'll kill him. Yeah, he. Uh, it's, it's not necessarily impressive. But, again, we
1: don't see him in action much. So maybe, like, in the scenes that got cut, he's
0: more... Yeah, maybe he was amazing. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, mm. it, it's, real, it's real hard to judge anything in this movie as anything more than just a cash grab that obviously hasn't aged well and probably hurt the series overall
0: yeah totally well that's kind of the weird thing too when you think about it it's like not only is there not much jason this also marks the second out of at this point five Uh uh-huh two out of five friday the 13th movies without that haven't had jason (laughs) yeah two out of five at this point no jason yeah it's really like crazy how this became such a legendary franchise when at this point they had totally missed the point of their own franchise
1: can you imagine if they made a nightmare on elm street movie that just didn't have freddy krueger at all
0: yeah there's no freddy at all like they i don't know i'm gonna
1: go ahead let's 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 write that movie real quick okay so some kids are being murdered in their sleep but it turns out it's a guy pretending to be freddy who's not actually a dream demon he just murders kids while they're sleeping
0: Oh yeah, great. Yeah, great. Maybe he's like you know clawing at him with his razor hand glove. No,
1: he just stabs him. Okay, just not that. No, he just Just, stabs him. Yeah. But sounds great. But also, he does wear the hat and the sweater.
0: Well, that makes perfect. Yeah, just like it totally makes sense that this ambulance driver would be like, "I'm gonna kill these people. I'm gonna dress up like Jason." Obviously. How
1: else? I mean, how else would you kill people unless you're dressed up like Jason? (laughs) yeah why would you do it
0: not dress like jason i totally don't get it i totally don't understand why he assumes the jason persona like i get if this was a non friday the 13th movie like you said ambulance driver he comes upon the crime scene where his own son has died he wants to exact revenge on the people that's a story that's, that's a horror movie story that's a
1: horror movie yeah that's a completely different horror movie that is not a friday the 13th movie unrelated to jason Voorhees. so why put jason Voorhees in it <laughs>
0: And you could even do something interesting with that, where it's like, because this guy is an ambulance driver and he's the one coming to pick up the bodies, he can, you know, disguise the crime scene and covers sure. tracks and sure. shit like this. Sure, yeah, like, yeah. There's a movie there, Absolutely.
1: for sure. Absolutely. That's a movie that would be much more interesting, I think. But this... But
0: why would he choose to dress like Jason and silently yeah. stalk all kinds of teenagers and stuff up here that have nothing to do with why his kid died? Why,
1: why wear a bald cap when he's dressed up like Jason? Like,
0: Dude, he goes through the effort of wearing a bald cap.
1: Yeah, like, no, nobody is witnessing these murders. It's not like they're going to be like, oh, I saw his hair look like this. And then they'll be like, oh, you know who has <laughs> definitely hair definitely wasn't like that?
0: Jason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Nobody's getting away anyway, so why even go through that extra effort of disguising yeah. his hair?
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, like... N- you need people on set asking these questions but i don't think any i think maybe the questions were asked the first couple of days but by the end of the production everybody was just like just don't ask don't even ask yeah just, just go with it we can do the it movie. yeah
0: yeah pretty pretty fucking weak man and and like i said it's just like he has no motivation to kill all these people why does he kill those those nice young gay greasers <laughs> The rat a tat tat, a rat a tat <laughs> Fucking car, rat a tat tat. <laughs> he wasn't a fan of music, I guess. That's something you didn't learn about his character. Yeah. He wasn't really a fan of singing and scatting.
1: <laughs> crap my ass, one of those guys Hey, shit. listen,
0: though, man. They're, they've got a big, like, scatological thing going on with those two greasers. There's crap my ass, there's all the. Yeah, the singing he's doing what's that scanning scat, mm, like
1: okay okay what's going I'll on there on they're that. trying to
0: make us think about butts
1: they're trying to make us think about butts because mm-hmm. they're trying to indicate that these two characters are gay but exactly. which is a theory people have about these two characters uh I I'm I wonder about I mean because like I I I didn't think about it until I heard that theory on the uh documentary it's it's interesting I I don't I mean, I don't actually even think that the theory that the characters are gay it holds up, honestly. I I think that the way it came about was probably a bit, like, the theory, the way it came about was probably a bit homophobic, even. Because it's just mm. two guys that are, there are no women around. Like, like I, I don't yeah, understand. probably gay. Yeah, probably gay. I don't understand where that theory comes from uh it's entertaining to to imagine like what what if those two are gay and they're just like like the ones like pretending the car's not working like oh we're stuck out here and the other one's oh, like oh they're no i like, can't dress up fix night, it like,
0: yeah like let's be greasers together yeah oh, crap my ass
1: yeah that i mean that that that's a fun theory but i th- I think man the only way i can think that it came about is through homophobia so it's like, I, I don't, I don't want to entertain it as, as likely because I don't think that the people who came up with the theory were thinking like that th- they had a nice connotation to these are gay characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, right.
1: you know, when you talk about like nightmare on Elm street two and you say, well, you know, uh, he's obviously gay. What we're seeing is a story of a gay man dealing with his homosexuality and that, that brings something to the story it brings something to the reading of the movie when you say these two characters are gay it's like well then what is it how would that change anything yeah <laughs> it just does do mean right yeah, yeah it's
0: yeah so I, I i don't get the theory well those aren't the only memorable characters that were introduced to in this flick my absolute favorite character in this movie definitely my homeboy demon what you know about demon miguel nunez hell uh, yeah man had a busy year. He had a
1: busy year. He was Spider and Demon. Uh, and so uh, also Vic, who uh, I forget his name, uh, Vic was also in Return of the Living Dead as Suicide.
0: Yeah, I'm a main man, Suicide. Yeah. So we have two Return of the Living Dead alumni yeah. in this flick. So that's pretty cool, actually. It is. Those I, guys had a, I like a damn busy year. Probably had a lot of... Dude, I'll tell you this, though. Can you imagine how much fun they had in 1985 working on the sets? Oh, yeah. Movies, it was probably a fucking blast. Oh, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure they had a, a lot of fun uh, filming this movie. But I, it's interesting that you mentioned that because John Shepard, who plays Tommy Jarvis, um, the thing is they d- they didn't tell people what they were auditioning for. They said that the um, the name of the film was going to be something like Repetition. And yeah, it's
0: like a it's a David Bowie song title. Yeah, they, they named all the pre pros. Oh, right. after yeah. David Bowie songs.
1: Yeah, um, and so the guy who played Tommy John Shepherd, he gets the role. He thinks this is like a serious role. Aww. so he spent months volunteering at a local mental institution to try to get into the mindset of this character, and oh, then no. gets on set and finds out that they're making a Friday the Thirteenth sequel. That
0: he's oh, barely in. And him. he gets yeah, like <laughs> two lines in the whole movie. Dude, that sucked, man. It's terrible. He also had to hit the gym a lot to get those colossal abs he scored oh, man. in the movie.
1: Yeah. Ugh. That Tommy Jarvis. He's a 16-year-old in
0: this. For sure. He is not... 30. Pushing 30. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, dude. Demon, I love because yeah, you know, he's a rock star that lives in a van. He's got... All kinds of random food. Yeah, laying he's got around, enchiladas
1: just laying around. Um, Egg
0: I, rolls, some pizza. I think
1: like that. That's like obviously a teenager joke, right? Like, uh, cause he, I, I, mean, it has to be a joke. There's no reason for him to keep bringing up the food, but like, I think we see it now from like our perspective. We're like, yeah, those are all normal foods. But in 1985, it's like that was junk food that teenagers ate. That's why I his stomach so. is upset and all
0: that stuff. Like, oh man, he's got to go out to that to that outdoor commode yeah. and get serenaded out there. Ooh, baby, ooh, ooh ba- baby, baby. Th- both of
1: them were on a completely different melody. <laughs> 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 what was that about?
0: But ooh, that was a little baby. shit song. Ooh, baby. Doesn't every couple have a shit song? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what's yours? Putting on the ritz. Putting on the
1: ritz. Mine's proud to yep. be an American. <laughs> yeah.
0: Lee Greenway. Yeah. Or at least I know I'm free. Instead of like the cannon blasts and stuff, is yeah. that like flat yeah, yeah, Gotcha. Gotcha. That's good. Very fitting. Yeah. Patriotic. Thanks. But like that scene is so fucking stupid. And I was so excited to watch it with with Kate because Kate had never watched this movie before. So, like, as soon as the demon scene started, I was like, oh, boy, I can't (laughs) wait till you get to the outhouse scene. She's like, what? And it gets to that part, and she's just like, what the fuck are they doing? Why is this happening? And that's, like, the only thing about this movie that makes it good is that there are several parts in this that are so memorable because of how out of left field they are. Like, they're not good moments no. like you know again like friday four has good moments mm-hmm. in it this just has moments that are so fucking stupid and random that you remember them yeah you know that's it that and the popping and locking dance scene uh-huh. which leads to the death of violet yeah. 10 out of 10
1: yeah i think th- those are the things that i always remember about this film Is just the, a few scenes and i never like even honestly, like while watching it, it's like it's pouring out of my head. Like my brain is refusing to retain so much of it. But then there are yeah. those moments where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is that moment. This is good. I like this.
0: I know what you mean, yeah. though, dude. It's like your brain just stores this in like the temporary folder yeah. that gets deleted at nine times, the temporary cache mm-hmm. memory. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, when this movie started, and you know, you got the guys like digging up the corpse of yeah, jason and stuff i didn't remember
1: that and i've seen this yeah. movie a lot
0: because <laughs> in my head i'm associating that with part six because part six yes, starts off that's how that starts, exact yeah. same way uh-huh. yeah and so i think the good parts of this um or at least the memorable memorable parts of this i thought were in part six i forgot that they were kind of like stranded in this no man's land of not a good movie in the franchise you know yeah
1: yeah yeah, I mean the 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 woods moment, the moment, uh, the toilet moment, uh, the the pop and lock moment. Yeah, those are the only ones that stand out to me really. The
0: wildly inappropriate music they chose to have for her scene. Yeah. She's like this like mall goth '80s girl, but it's and- like '70s <laughs> porn music. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is she listening to? Like it should have been like Sisters of Mercy or something. Yeah. Also, I don't know if '80s goths like popped and locked like that i don't really think that was exactly their dance style doing the robo and so on i don't know if that was the move i yeah i think
1: a lot of this does just seem like throwing stuff you know about teenagers at the wall they were like okay what do we know about teenagers well Uh, junk food they like like the
0: dancing i've seen those girls at the mall that wear all that eyeliner they got the crazy hair colors and stuff
1: yeah like it it's just a whole bunch of shit thrown at a wall. It's it's not. I don't think it's meant to be consistent or even thought about. Like, <laughs> the, yeah. I don't. I don't think in 1985 they were like one day people will have podcasts and they will <laughs> very deep dive deep into what this movie dive really about. Into Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, but the thing about this movie is though is that it did introduce a great main character, and you know who I'm talking about, Steve. I'm talking about. The main character of the movie, the one that the story is about and centers around, you know, the main character, Steve. Reggie. It's about Reggie, I think. That's that's the best thing I can come up with. But the thing is, is that, like, Reggie is clearly the best part of this movie. Yeah. Like, absolutely, Reggie should have been the main character. Yes.
1: It should have been focused on Reggie. That would have been the easiest way to make the story work. Like, you could have. Reggie uh follow that couple out into the woods cuz he's a young kid and he wants to see people doing it and then he sees yeah. them get murdered by Jason and then he's telling and he them He goes back to the camp yeah, and nobody believes nobody him. Nobody believes him. Yes. Look, in just a few minutes we've improved this movie. That's all they had to yeah. do. <laughs>
0: I mean, dude, even start it with the people at this uh, at this halfway home. They have a campfire night, and somebody tells the story yep. of Jason. Oh, yeah. They didn't have that. And then that. it becomes a boy that that cries wolf story with Reggie being like, I saw Jason. And people yeah. are like, no, you didn't. You, you you had a nightmare. Right, You heard exactly. that story, and it gave you bad dreams, yep.
1: Reggie. There you go. Uh, that's another Easy. thing I notice about this movie, that it doesn't have the opening that we're so used to, where it just either shows us what happened in the
0: last the movie. Flashback. yeah. Or tells us, yeah that's true I forgot about that yeah
1: this movie doesn't start with any of those traditions that it it really maybe that, but it is a new beginning maybe they were trying to do an entirely different new thing but I don't they shouldn't
0: but just imagine if you do have this sort of boy that cried wolf story happening with Reggie and then Tommy fucking Jarvis shows up and is like Jason is real yeah I saw him I killed him holy (laughs)
1: fuck that's a way
0: cooler movie yep 100%
1: way cooler and the the way they okay so the way that Tommy and uh Reggie interact is like two kids interacting. <laughs> yeah. And it made me think one they should have just gotten you know a younger person to play it and two they should it should have had more Tommy and Reggie together. Like Yeah,
0: for sure. Absolutely. So
1: yeah i yeah there are simple ways to improve this reggie's your main character yeah tommy comes in he says i killed jason so you know blah 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 then eventually tommy and reggie are the two fighting jason at the end maybe tommy kills jason and dies himself and you can cut off that timeline and go into your next story for part six yeah uh yeah
0: this is easy and we're not even on 80s military grade cocaine we've had (laughs) one beer and we're writing a better movie than this right now yeah well maybe the cocaine is the problem you know though i don't think they had sweet sweet ipas like what we just had back in they did not they had
1: bad beer that's that's why they did the cocaine probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was to
0: counteract the uh the, bad beer. the lethal cases of Bitter Beer Face that were <laughs> happening back then. The rampant Bitter Beer Face. Man. <laughs> God, that commercial. Uh,
1: cuz you know, uh, when that commercial was out, that there, there was a what was it? Olympia Beer commercial or I don't remember I I just remember remember. the commercial
0: but I don't remember what it was advertising yeah Uh,
1: anyway that commercial made me think as a kid that like when you like drink beer there's something in it that can go bad like I thought you had to like drink the beer real quick or something or it would go bad and that would happen to you like you would be like oh no it's got like milk like it spoils like milk (laughs) is what I thought (laughs)
0: right yeah i did not understand what they were
1: getting at with bitter beer face
0: it just turns out that baby boomers that were being marketed this were so addicted to sugar that anything that wasn't mountain dew tasted bitter. that's
1: true that is absolutely the case yeah
0: that's it that's absolutely where that came from for sure man now here's the thing too that this movie missed out on dude is like obviously you know they're setting up tommy jarvis is here he's at this home he's probably mentally unwell maybe he could be the one doing the killing there's also this ax murderer vic maybe he's the one doing the killing but i never really i think there's supposed to be a mystery but i never felt like there was a mystery yeah i never really like bought
1: that i never was thinking like it was one of those two i assumed i remember as a kid assuming it was just jason like yeah so like why would i even think who's doing this (laughs) <laughs> i just don't sure. get it's a jason movie yeah, yeah like i just don't get what they really thought was gonna happen
0: no because like... they show us roy in like two scenes up until the end of the movie. right
1: and both times they're really like look at roy like they like linger on him and even he's like <laughs> he says to the the deputy uh what did you say and then deputy's like "Oh, nothing and he's like oh that's you talking to me like that's yeah. <laughs> there's a line in the movie just to draw our attention to roy no
0: point no point to it whatsoever that's, no i didn't feel like there was this big reveal of like oh shit i was wrong like i thought all along no. it was this character this character it's just like i don't know whatever's the ambulance driver what who the fuck cares who gives you a already shit? bought your ticket yeah. who cares
1: <laughs> that is that should be the tagline of this friday the 13th part five who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> or maybe, like, after he falls on that, like, thresher or whatever it is that impales him. Uh-huh. It's actually, like, it's revealed that it, it's the director. And the director <laughs> looks at the camera and says, you already bought your ticket. Fuck it. Fuck it. And then the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I love, too, that when he when he fell, it showed his, like, whole face bald cap that he was wearing that somehow got shredded away from his face yeah. and
1: stuff. Uh, man, this movie fucking... The thing is... It's not good, It's not good, but, like, I'm going to
0: keep watching it. Dude, that's the thing about it, right? Like, I can sit here and objectively bitch about all this stuff in this movie. And I also know, at the end of the day, we are talking about a film franchise in which a little boy with a melon head drowned in a lake yeah. and then emerged as a full-grown man yeah. who is somehow immortal mm-hmm. i realize that is the franchise that we're talking <laughs> about right now this is not like fucking high cinema nope. you know i'm gonna um, keep i realize it how much well, better yeah it's like i realize how much better it could be done and how much better other installments of the franchise did it but at the same time i don't fucking hate this movie nope
1: not at all. I don't hate it. I, I will watch it again because it's at yeah. least
0: just like mindless fun. Yep. And again, it's worth watching with other people. Sure, They can see the random outhouse love song <laughs> and the stupid pop and lock and just like all this random dumb shit in this movie. Um, It's worth watching again with other people for that.
1: Yeah, but it's I mean, like the thing is, if this was the first time I had seen it, I would never rewatch it. but but i have so much like connection to it uh that yeah it's it's gonna remain in rotation anytime i'm like oh let's watch the friday the 13th series again it's it's never gonna be the one that i'm like i can't do this anymore like
0: yeah i gotta skip this one i can't fucking do it
1: i i mean jason takes manhattan is that one for me if i am trying to watch them all through that's usually where i peter out and just can't do it but yeah this this one is not bad it's bad it's no there's no story to it it's really just not got anything going for it and yet
0: not scary at all not
1: scary and yet it's fine as a friday the 13th movie it's fine I know, dude it's so
0: mindless <laughs> and stupid yeah. this movie I'll, I'll put it this way dude if this movie was a food what <laughs> food would it be what are you pegging it as because i know exactly okay. what i would put this as
1: um if this movie were a food i would say uh it's fritos
0: it's fritos i love fritos
1: uh they're fine i like fritos too i i would prefer chips and cheese on my fritos but Mm, if you got some fritos and i'm
0: hungry i'll eat some fritos ah classic see to me this movie is a totino's party pizza okay I know that it is nutritionally worthless. Absolutely. There is no substance to it. I am gaining nothing from it when I consume it. I also know that it is a pale imposter of much better versions of the same thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But it does check off all the boxes of what pizza actually is. <laughs> it's
1: true. It does
0: do that. And therefore, it is tolerable yeah. and something I will not turn down. That's uh, it's a weird relationship that's I have a, with that's this movie. A, I think great analogy, movie. honestly.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I'm not turning it down. Yeah, I'm not turning it down. Like, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, uh, you know, I might even give this a very terrible score. Does not affect in the least bit whether or not I will rewatch it because it it's got that element to it that it's just like um still mindless fun totally man
0: i totally agree with you just mindless fun that's pretty much it and it doesn't overstay its welcome it's like it's not that an hour and a half yeah it's
1: it's not that long i mean it 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 doesn't feel long either because it's like you're never really connecting to any sort of story it's just events happening like it's
0: just forward motion the entire time yeah Pretty much. Uh, One last thing: soundtrack. How do you feel about it? I
1: I mean, it's uh, Manfredini. I mean, it's it doesn't really stick out at all. Honestly, now that I think about it, yeah. Other than at the very
0: end, you've got key 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 ta ta ta. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess that's bad because Manfredini's score usually does stick out in a Friday the Thirteenth movie. So yeah, uh, I would say even they screwed up even that.
0: <laughs> I think that the the score to the movie is bad but the original music by oh, the yeah. cast is a 10 huh. outhouse song rat-a-tat-tat yep. my favorite <laughs> probably my favorite music of the entire franchise <laughs> <laughs> so the cast performance very good soundtrack performance not so much I don't know, man. You got a you got any final thoughts and a rating you would attach to this flick? Star? Yeah,
1: yeah. Final thoughts would be, uh, you know, this movie is an abomination that shouldn't exist. That uh, I like. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the most complicated relationships I have with a movie uh, because it's it's bad. It's real bad, and I don't see any redeeming quality to it except that it is in between four and six which are the two uh, my two favorite benchmarks friday 13th yep. <laughs> honestly like leading up to this i was like because like we're at uh five on friday the 13th and part five on nightmare on elm street and i was like oh well you gotta do those to get to the better ones like yeah, you gotta do five you have to, to get to six. You gotta do Nightmare on Elm Street Five to eventually get to New Nightmare. Like uh, this is yeah, this is just a bridge you cross to get between four and six, and it's not, it's not a terrible thing, so it's fine. Um, it's but yeah, if I'm putting a rating on it, and this is like a, it's like a two, probably, and I'm yeah. giving it that. I would say mostly just for the the nostalgia feel of it. The, the positive associations I have with it.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I can't really say I'm exactly all that far off from you right there because I I share all the same sentiments. Just so many lame kills. So many of the kills in this, dude, are just like, oh, there's a character on screen, a machete is being raised, and then we stabbed a pillow that was full of blood, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's Or it. the next thing that you see is the person has a red line drawn across their throat in wax crayon and corn syrup yeah. blood. Like, right. That's such a fucking lame kill, dude. Yeah. I agree. You know, like so many of them are just bad. And like you said, it doesn't feel like they fought to keep them in there and no. make them, <laughs> you know, worthy of being in this flick. I would have rather had much fewer, but way more gruesome, gory, detailed kills yeah. than what we were offered here, which is like 22 nonsense throwaway ones. Some of them that harken back to the burning, one of which harkens back to Kevin Bacon in the first right, one. yeah. Ugh, no originality, so lame, really. Man.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: No, and and again, barely any Jason. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna be like a little bit above you, just in the fact that I will still watch this movie whenever mm-hmm. it's just one to have on. You yeah. know. I'm gonna say like three. Okay. I'm gonna toss this thing a a, a trace. Yeah. if I if I'm gonna put a rating. I on think
1: it. it's fair. I mean, it's 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 not one that uh, I think anybody out there would jump to defend like people might jump to be like hey i like that movie but they're not going to jump to be like hey that's actually a really good movie
0: hang on now yeah. <laughs> hey i won't hear you besmirch the good name of a new beginning
1: yeah so i'm glad we got through it so that we can get the super villain jason who has uh strange uh, unworldly pow- powers that oh, eventually yeah, lead dude. him uh, to space yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then we also get the weird one is it seven with like the telekinetic yeah there? tele-
1: yeah. There's like so it's a whole world full of people who have powers
0: <laughs> yeah yes. which i think is cool like yes. i love seeing that like finally jason has an adversary like somebody who can actually fight <laughs> yes. him finally dude i i oh man because like i
1: i think a lot of people would say six and seven are just ridiculous and i think because of they that are. that's why they're cool
0: yeah, yeah. I would say you're saying it wrong. Yeah. It should be, dude. They're just ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. That's you're saying it wrong. It's the wrong. Yeah. Investigation on here. Well, I definitely look forward to covering what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to be breaking the seal on a very huge legendary, legendary director who has done a lot of flicks that I, I imagine is doing in the future. I'm actually pretty surprised that now, well, like fucking four years, three four years into the show, yeah. we've never done. A movie by... Im Night <gasps> And on next week's episode, we're going to be digging into The Sixth Sense, yep. which I have not seen in a month a Sunday. Yeah, it's been a long time. A month of Sunday.
1: I know the last time I watched it, I was like, wait, Tony Collette's in this.
0: <laughs> oh shit, is she really? Yes, she plays the mom. Spoilers. Dude. <laughs> Holy shit, she is. Had- awesome well i look forward to watching that one again just because it'll be a blast in the past it's been so long since i've seen it hopefully it holds up i recall the last time i watched it being like man this is a really cool fleet.
1: yeah it is it's it's well done uh i'm excited to get back to it and look at it critically for sure
0: for sure man so be sure to tune into the show next week in the meantime if you guys want to help support the show join up over on patreon.com slash
1: dead and lovely
0: that's right. We've been putting up some bonus content, some little mini episodes, just for people who support the show over there. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. usually get about about an hour worth of extra Uncle Ben and Hollywood Steve a month if you support the show, even yeah. at just the $1 a month level. It don't take much to keep us satisfied. No. Sassified. We sassified. Sassified. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence Carter. That's right. <laughs> So be sure to go over to that patreon page and start supporting the show today you guys can also help us out by writing a review on apple podcasts or wherever the hell else you can review podcasts I'll show up in those search engines and stuff whenever you review the show leave us a good rating and also at the end of your review write in a question that we will answer on a future faq installment of the preview palace hell yeah uh, these are always fun yeah, i really love doing the faqs you guys come up with some great questions for us so yeah, go in there, review, leave a question at the end of your review. Steve, can they follow us on social media? Is that something they think, can do? If I they think want? if I you know. go on the the
1: Twitters or the Instagrams, we're at Dead Lovely Pod. I think that because it's us. true. Do you think that's us? Are you sure that's us? I'm pretty positive. I'm because pre- okay. I oftentimes I'm posting there, so I'm pretty sure it's me.
0: You know what? Now that I think about it, I've also posted on there Mm -hmm. as myself. Yeah. So it it is me. Yeah, it's definitely us running those. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So be sure (laughs) to follow those and keep up with our antics and shenanigans. All right, everybody. We will catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. It has been a blast as always. I hope you guys are staying safe, happy, healthy, and wealthy out there and washing fucking hand and your ass dude steve have you even stopped to think about how disgusting how disgusting it would be to be a smoker during this you Uh, have to reach into that crowded little pack of uh, your smokes with your your dirty dirty fingertips pull one of those things out and then repeatedly take it in and out of your of your little mouth and then as you as you watch
1: the smoke be reminded that that's what everyone's breath is doing as they're breathing out so those are just germs just hanging there for a little bit just hanging disgusting
0: yeah just an optional habit you don't have to do y'all
1: yeah just give it up
0: stay healthy stay healthy y'all and tune into the show next week you guys have been fantastic we've been uncle ben hollywood steve and we're dead and lovely. Catch you all on the flip side. Ba-ma. A rat a tat tat. <laughs> a rat a tat tat tattooe. Okay, I'll tell you this. Tell me what. If whenever you call Please uh-huh. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and you get his voicemail uh-huh if his voicemail message isn't hello is it flea you're looking for <laughs> then i'm disappointed
1: yeah I, I. me too flea you're on notice